And so what we've really tried to do here is remove all of that friction, make it very simple for DJs and producers to know what they can use, to know what they're able to do with the content that we have under license, and to ultimately focus on creating content, which is what they should be doing, and not worry about all of this licensing stuff, which you know folks like us can handle for them. You're listening to Music Growth Talks, the podcast for musicpreneurs, with Andrew Apanov. Hello, hello everyone, Andrew Apanov here with a new edition of the Music Growth Talks podcast. This might very well be the last regular episode of 2018, but we'll see in two weeks, uh, there might be something special um, I'll prepare for you guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed today's show in the meantime, and uh, while I would highly recommend all of you to listen to it, uh, to learn something new at the release, even if it's not directly applicable to your career, uh, I understand that uh, these episodes will be uh, mostly appreciated by DJs, hip-hop artists and producers who have done uh, an unofficial remix of someone else's tune at least once. As today, I'm talking to Stefan White, who, by the way, used to serve as the president of Grace Note, and uh, who is the CEO of Dubset. Uh, I remember Dubset as a platform for uploading your mixes, but that was almost 10 years ago. Um, eventually, they pivoted into this uh, unique technological solution for clearing musical content that is not easy to clear traditional like at all. Um, and you will get some context to that from Stefan as well. And uh, uh, I know that a lot of you are familiar with uh, the issues around uh, clearing uh, a DJ mix, for example. It's pretty much like impossible traditionally. And of course, by clearing, I mean obtaining the required licenses to legally uh, release a remix or a mixtape or a DJ mix. Dubset just partnered with SoundCloud and they are onto something really big in my opinion. As one example of what it means to the music industry and to the listeners, there is the live mixtape by J Period, which was recorded live a couple months back and it's the first mixtape of this kind which got cleared and released on Spotify, Apple Music and Tidal, all thanks to Dubset. Um, there is a number of other related topics we've covered with Stefan here. Each of you may learn something new, so listen on and don't forget to consider supporting this podcast on Patreon. You can find the link in the show notes at dartedmusic.com or just go to patreon.com forward slash Apanov. Thank you lots. Uh, your support is greatly appreciated. And now my conversation with Stefan White from Dubset. Here we go. Stefan, welcome to Music Growth Talks. Very excited to have you on the show. Well, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. If you don't mind this direct question to something very specific right away, do, do you mind sharing what the live mixtape is? Sure. The live mixtape is a pretty exciting project that we just did with J Period. For those that don't know who J Period is, he's a pretty well-known DJ from LA, lives here, lives in Brooklyn now. And Jay has been very well known for doing mixtapes throughout his career. And the live mixtape, what he's done is he's pulled together multiple very famous, you know, MCs. And they've recorded a mixtape live in one take 
all on stage in front of a live audience with Jay, you know, performing as a DJ and laying down, you know, the backing tracks and beats and the MCs performing live, you know, often recording, you know, performing their own songs and in some cases, you know, doing freestyles or performing other people's content. The result is this amazing, you know, hour-long show that if you listen to it really is a great rap hip hop performance but is also you know a, a really groundbreaking clearance and distribution from our side because we for the first time have been able to fully clear the use of the underlying content and distribute it legally out into Spotify and Apple and other services and and it's up now on 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 the platforms you mentioned right it's live on Apple Spotify and Tidal today and then you can see teasers on YouTube which will take you to those platforms. We are linking to everything in the show notes so everyone listening to us go to you know that you know where the show notes are. So uh, yeah, so it's it's really cool and uh, it's great that we can actually experience this this very special thing from the creative perspective as a mixtape but as a live mixtape it's really cool in my opinion but then from the industry perspective because you are doing something uh, unique here and Well, I want I have questions to you about uh how Dubset operates right now, but I know that sure. over the years you've you've made a few pivots and uh, tried different models. I've been following you for quite some years now. Do you mind maybe sharing how how it all started? Sure. The company was founded by a guy named David Stein. Um and David had, you know, a very, you know, good vision as to, you know, what was going to happen with DJs and DJ culture. And you know I I I met with David before the, he started the company because he wanted some advice on how to start it and he said three things to me that were very I thought very telling. The first was he said, you know, electronic music dance music is kind of the hip hop of our generation. It's going to continue to grow in popularity and is really going to be kind of the, you know, musical style and genre that's most popular with, you know, people 18 to 25. He said, you know, DJs are the new rock stars and, you know, over the next several years you'll see DJs starting to crack the top, you know, top 10 in terms of creating music and creating their own music. And then he said, you know, in a world where streaming is really taking off and there's going to be so much music available to consumers, it's going to be very hard for people to find things and to discover new music and who better to you know be that curator for them than a DJ, a professional DJ that knows what they're doing. And so I I agreed with all three of those things and so I agreed to kind of help him get started and help him start the company. Now the company was originally started to be a direct to consumer service, much like SoundCloud is today, to allow creators to upload mixes and remixes and for that content to then be available for folks to consume. We decided very early on primarily because we've been working in the indie music industry for so long not to do that without the proper licenses in place. Right. And so we start we started in 2009 working with the record labels and the publishers to create a new licensing regime for DJ content. And that's a it was a pretty it's a pretty challenging instead of new licensing terms that had to be created we had to figure out how we were going to deal with this new format which is a DJ mix which very often is you know an hour to an hour and a half long sometimes as long as four or five hours long 
you know, in, in that mix, you're, there are songs used, but very often the songs are not used in their entirety. There are pieces and parts that are used within the mix. Right. And so we had to come up with a whole new structure, both with regards to how to license this content and how to pay for it. And so you know, we worked for many years to put licenses in place. And you know, we realized in about 2014, after trying for four or five years to get these licenses in place, that it was going to be very challenging for us to compete with SoundCloud, but more importantly, to compete with Apple and Spotify and Amazon and Google, who were all at that point you know, fairly mature in terms of the types of music offerings they had in market. And so we pivoted the company, we changed direction, and we decided to become a supplier of this content to those larger services to act as a backend provider to support the industry in clearing and distributing this content, but to not you know, worry about being the forward-facing, consumer-facing application for it. Yeah. And that's been very successful for us. You know, we put our first big licensing deals in place uh, with Sony Music. They were the very first major label to embrace this type of content. And you know, kudos to them. Hats off to Sony. They really you know, kind of paved the way for everyone else in terms of, you know, embracing what we're doing and supporting what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, from there, we've been able to now bring over 50,000 labels and publishers onto the platform. And we've got, you know, 30 plus million songs now under license, all in the model of us getting content in either directly from, you know, DJs or working with partners like SoundCloud. We just announced a big partnership with SoundCloud. And then taking that content and distributing it out to services like Apple, Spotify, Tidal, Deezer. I, of course, am going to ask you more about the SoundCloud partnership. Sure. I, I, I remember about the, the I remember the first iteration of uh, Dubset. I remember uploading some mixes of our artists there. Actually, I really like the the direct to consumer side of it as well. But uh, totally, yep. I mean, it's yeah, it it was really difficult to compete with. Um, well, SoundCloud being the primary platform for 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 mixes at the time, yeah, things changed over years. But like what what you are doing right now, I mean. For producers and for DJs listening to us right now, this is a very, very common theme. They know very well that if they upload their unofficial remix on SoundCloud, it will be taken down most probably, for example. So some basic understanding is there. But can you maybe comment on how, on why or and how difficult the process of clearing a remix has been traditionally in the music industry? Yeah, well, you know, traditionally, the process has required, you know, content creator, producer, DJ to retain counsel, so to hire a lawyer, to then reach out to the label that you want to use the song from, to enter into a negotiation with them around the cost of using that song. If you can even get somebody to respond, I mean, uh, many of the inquiries you know, into labels and publishers around, you know, creating remixes or, or clearing content just go unanswered yeah. um, because there's so many folks, you know, asking. And if they do get answered, it typically takes quite some time. I and mean, we've had negotiations around single clearances that have taken more than six months for, you know, one song. And so it just, it's, it's a very broken process today. It's very manual. Each negotiation is unique. And 
you know, requires a lawyer on the other side that's very expensive. And so it's an expensive, time-consuming process. At the end of the day, what typically comes back is a request for an advance. And so, you know, a DJ or a producer, especially young up-and-coming DJs and producers, are often faced with, you know, a fairly large sum of money that they have to pay in order to to put something out. And, and it's very difficult in, in a world of streaming to recoup that advance. And so, you know, it's just a broken system and one that doesn't work in a world where content creation has exploded and anybody can be, you know, a producer or a DJ, you know, in their bedroom with a, with a laptop. Yeah. And so what we've really tried to do here is remove all of that friction, make it very simple for DJs and producers to know what they can use, to know what they're able to do with the content that we have under license and to ultimately focus on creating content, which is what they should be doing, and not worry about all of this licensing stuff, which you know folks like us can handle for them. Excellent. And yet, the projects like the uh, live uh, hip-hop mixtape become possible as well, which is really cool. So you mentioned being able to identify which song, for example, can be used in a mix. So how exactly it would work for for a DJ out there and um, yeah, maybe you want to, to talk about the SoundCloud partnership, which is huge sure. by the way, right away as well. Yeah. So the, the main thing for DJs and producers is to go, you know, sign up and, and get an account at Mixbank. It doesn't cost anything for a DJ or producer. They can go to www.mixbank.com and just sign up. And that, that then gives them access to Dubset's service. And through Mixbank, they can do a couple different things. They can upload existing unofficial remixes and mixes that they have, that they've created. And those go through a process of audio identification where we use audio fingerprinting technologies and a bunch of additional heuristics and pattern matching and other technology to understand what content they've used. So what songs they've used in their mixes or what songs they've based their remix on. And then based on that, we then look at the deals that we have in place, the licenses that we have from various labels and publishers and determine if we're able to clear the mix or remix. And if we are, then we distribute it right out to our distribution platform. It goes out to Apple, it goes out to Spotify, it goes out to Tidal, et cetera. The other thing that DJs and producers can do inside of Mixbank is they can access both catalog search, which allows them to search all of the catalog and find if a given song that they want to use is in the system, and if it's in the system, whether or not it can be used. And then we've also produced sets of lists that we call crates, which are you know kind of like the old school milk crates that DJs carried around with the records inside. You know, you, you couldn't carry all your records, so you had to pick the 100 or 200 records that you were going to play that night. And so these lists are very much like that. They're lists of, you know, about a thousand songs that just give a DJ a very quick set of content that they can, you know, pick from to either create a mix or to create a remix. Got it. And then, you know, SoundCloud, the way the SoundCloud partnership works, you know, the first phase of this partnership is really about identifying content that's on the SoundCloud platform that is in the Dubset library that we do have under license. And in doing so, pulling that content out of the kind of unidentified you know, set of user-generated content on, on SoundCloud 
and pulling it into the known set of content on SoundCloud. And that doesn't mean a lot to a producer or a DJ, but what it does mean to the industry and what it does mean to SoundCloud is that SoundCloud is now able to monetize that content, meaning they can sell advertisement against it in their free tier. They can push it into their paid tier in a way that the you know underlying artists you know get paid directly for the use of that content. And so it creates a path for this content to be kind of official in the SoundCloud ecosystem. And that's that's a, a hugely important thing for the industry, primarily the piece around being able to target advertising around it. Advertisers are not going to allow their advertisements to be served against content that they don't know what it is. The yeah. concern is that there's objectionable material there. They don't know, you know if the content is, is consistent with their brand. And so it's very hard for companies like SoundCloud to monetize against content that's unidentified. It's quite disruptive. I think it's 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 really important for for the industry and over the years. It's not there hasn't been an elegant solution to this. It's also uh, definitely keeping an eye on on what uh, you guys do. Uh, I think it's a really important step for SoundCloud as well. Uh, really naturally feeling kind of partnership. And uh, I really appreciate that you shared how Mixbank works. I'm linking to it uh, in the show notes as well. So for anyone interested, uh, it's it doesn't uh, take much time to just sign up and see how it works. And, so, and free, of course. This is one of the main questions I get asked about uh, when I recommend a new service or, or, or platform. So I'm glad that you mentioned. Yeah, just 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 wanted to to mention how I I, I remember well with my. DJ background, uh, carrying around vinyl records. It's yeah, the um, things have uh, shifted interestingly in into the into this digital era right now. And um, yeah, the this this tool is quite crucial for any D- DJs out there who want to monetize their content and even just to spread it and and have their mixes up without you know worrying that. A mix they just uploaded uh, is taken down, or uh, just you know their their account is blocked or whatnot. So really cool, yeah. cool things here. Are there any other partnerships or new developments for 2019 that you can share with us? Yeah, well, I'd like to talk a little bit about Apple because Apple Music has really led the charge in terms of highlighting and showcasing DJ content. They just last week made DJ mixes a genre within Apple's service and given it, given it its own dedicated section inside of their service. So for the first time, you know, users of Apple Music can go to a single place and see all of the DJ mixes that are available on Apple's service and access them all you know, in a very simple way. And Apple has really just done a tremendous job in terms of pushing the envelope, continue to put great partnerships in place like the one they have with Ministry of Sound, you know, Dubset Powers, the Mix series that's part of that. And you'll see more of those types of you know, partnerships and relationships coming to bring really exceptional content into Apple's platform. And they'll continue to highlight and really showcase DJ content in ways that other services just aren't doing yet. And so it's really, I think, a very important step forward, again, for the industry in terms of properly recognizing the contributions of DJs 
the amazing content that they create and giving it its own. Absolutely. And it seems like it's still a challenge with some of the services out there. Uh, uh, so, I mean, it, it, you, you've secured deals with uh, the biggest players, essentially. But um, as I understand, it's, it's still quite a process with other partners and streaming platforms and stores as well, right? Yeah, you'll see us continue to distribute mixes and remixes into additional services. We'll add more services you know, over the course of 2019. We hope to have some big announcements coming pretty soon on that front. And we'll also continue to add, you know, additional content. As I mentioned, we're 30, you know, almost 35 million tracks right now. You know, we hope that by the end of 2019, that that number is closer to 50, 60 million. So we'll continue to add content, you know, as we continue to do deals with labels and publishers. Glad to hear that. One of the last questions I've had is uh, how content creators, producers, uh, for example, and artists can monetize their music through user-generated content uh, uh, using the platform. Uh, so is it something that the, uh, so when artists listening to us should discuss with their record label or how the process looks like for record labels joining the platform? Yeah, it's, it's pretty straightforward. The, you know, record labels can join a very similar way that a DJ or a publisher can, I mean, a producer can. So they can just go to mixbank.com and sign up as a label as well or as a publisher. And so in many instances, you know, we work with producers who do all three things. You know, they're a DJ, they have their own label, and they also control their own publishing. You can sign up for all three of those types of accounts through mixbank.com, you know, and get us your catalog so that your content can be used in DJ mixes and in remixes and be monetized through the platform. And then if they, you know, if they're working with a record label that isn't theirs, that they don't control, yes, just talk to the record label and let them know that you want your content to be used in mixes and remixes and you want them to, you know, to make it available through Dubset via MixBank. And it's called MixScan, right? MixScan uh, is, the te- is the technology yeah. we use to recognize the content that's used. All of the labels, publishers, producers, DJs, all... Uh, interface with us through MixBank. Okay. MixBank is the platform that they should be using. Okay, good. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure. So yeah, those interested and anyone who's new to Dubset know where exactly to go to. Great. Really exciting. I love the times we, we live in. So, so many interesting things <laughs> happening uh, that uh, yeah. are absolutely new and uh, once again, in my opinion, disruptive. Keep up the great job. Any call to action or Uh, a recommendation to uh to to industry people mainly musicians listening to us right now uh anything that can be unrelated to what you do right now but that's been on your mind maybe to the creators listening to us right now sure i mean just you know continue to create great content don't be concerned about these rights issues you know that the industry is gonna figure this stuff out and make it easier for folks to continue to distribute their content Also, keep your eyes on the NAMM show this year uh, that happens in January. There'll be a lot of new hardware and software announcements there, including some you know, new integrations that are very exciting for the content creator community, for DJs in particular, that are I'm super, super excited about. 
I think really will change the game in terms of making it so simple for content creators, producers, DJs to get their content into services like ours directly from the hardware and software that they use to create content. That's an interesting teaser. I won't be at NAM myself, but I will be reading the news carefully now that you mentioned that sound sounds quite big. Thank you and thanks for the for the kind words to our artists listening to uh, to this episode right now and uh, appreciate your time and sharing everything you've shared today about Dubset. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. I hope you guys learned something new here. If you end up using Mixbank or benefiting from Dubset in any way, hit me up by email or on Twitter or Instagram. Would love to get some case studies from our listeners. Don't forget to find the links to everything we talked about with Stefan at datamusic.com. There, just look up um, a post with MGT123. It's an interesting episode number by the way uh in the title of of the blog post so mgt123 with uh, uh stefan white from dubset subscribe to the podcast if you haven't yet and thank you a lot for listening you've been listening to music growth talks with andrew apanov find more episodes and subscribe at musicgrowthtalks.com